Welcome to the Tell Us Something Podcast. I'm Mark Moss. Tell Us Something awakens imagination, empowers storytellers, and connects the Missoula community through the transformative power of personal storytelling. It is a celebration of each other, our stories, and how we move through the world together. All of the stories at Tell Us Something are true. Stories last for 10 minutes and are told from memory. Everyone is welcome to tell a story. The community comes together for a night of true personal stories shared live, focused on theme. Everyone has a story. What's yours? People often ask me how to sign up to tell a story at Tell Us Something. Go to tellussomething.org and click Tell a Story to see the themes for 2017. Click the link for the theme that resonates with you. A new page opens. Complete the form there. Then call 406-203-4683 to pitch your story. This episode of the Tell Something Podcast was recorded in front of a live audience on June 20th, 2017 at the Wilma in Missoula, Montana. Nine storytellers shared their story based on the theme on the road. This edition of the Tell Something Podcast comes to us from Hilly McGann and is titled Border Lines. Thanks for listening. My parents made a living when I was growing up as beekeepers. I was born and raised in Arlie, along the Jocko River, where we had our family honey business. We lived really simply. We grew most of our own food, and we ate wild game, and we lived in a log cabin. And the bulk of the work was during the summer. That was when we worked in the vegetable gardens and when we extracted the honey. My dad would pull the honey in from yards that we had all over northwestern Montana, and we would extract the honey in our honey house and spend hot, sticky days getting it ready to pour and package. But in the winter, when the bees were holed up in their hives, we would drive to Mexico. And we traveled about as simply as we lived at home. We would pack up our old Subaru. My dad, Jerry, would drive. My mom, Janet, would sit up front. My sister, Romy, and I would sit in the back. And then we would have six weeks worth of camping and food things spilling all around us in the car. So we'd set off from our Lee, and we'd take about three and a half days to get down to the Sonoran Desert. My dad never drove over 55 miles an hour. (laughs) That was partly for fuel efficiency, and partly um, because if he drove our car over 55 miles an hour, it started to shake. Um, So even though dad drove really slowly. He hated to make, probably because he drove really slowly, he hated to make unnecessary stops on the way down. And so we always had to coordinate our pee stops with our gas stops, with our heating up food in the gas station microwave stops. And then we'd get down to uh, the town called Bahia de Quino, where we would usually camp outside of, uh, in a little secluded area in the desert on the coast of the Gulf of California. And we would spend six weeks there. And six weeks is long enough for mice to start living in your car. It's long enough to miss the shortest, darkest days of the Montana winter, which was also important for dad and for all of us. Uh, And it was long enough to really get settled into a really beautiful place. One particular year, when I was 12 years old and my sister Romy was 15, 
we had spent our six weeks in the desert and we were getting ready to head back to Arlie. And so we packed up camp and started on day one of the road trip north. The day got off to a really bizarre start when on the highway driving towards the border, a dead dog flew out of the truck in front of us and its stiff, rigor mortis stricken body clattered along beside us on the highway. As we got closer to the border, we realized that we also had a bag of, of unused Mexican limes. And if there's one thing that my family never did or does, it's waste food. And fruit is also a particular delicacy because we also never really ate anything that was out of season and didn't buy a lot of groceries at home. So citrus was something special. Uh, in Montana, we would mostly eat dad's apples out of the root cellar in the winter, which were starting to taste like the root cellar. <laughs> so mom scrambled to figure out what to do with these limes that were either going to be confiscated or thrown out by the time we got to the border, which was coming pretty soon. And so she picked up our water jug, which I vividly remember was an old Langer's apple juice jug that has that sort of milky, thick plastic. It's kind of cloudy and almost opaque. And she picked up that water jug that we had our water in and she squeezed all the limes into it because we were gonna have a batch of limeate from the limes. And by the time we got to the border, she'd solved the Lyme problem. <laughs> On, along the way, though, she'd also somehow lost the cap to the Langer's jug. And so in the busyness of crossing the border from Nogales, Mexico into Nogales, Arizona, um, she didn't know where it had gone. So we got a motel. We either camped along the way or stayed at really cheap motels on the drive down and on the drive up. So we got a motel in Nogales and being a desert where we were and still kind of being chilly at night, mom just left the Langer's jug on the floor of the passenger seat of the car and the next morning she located the cap somewhere in the car. She got some sugar packets from the restaurant near the motel we were staying at. We hit the road and she ripped open those packets and put them in, made the final ingredient of limeade, shook it up and swirled it around and we just headed towards home on the second day of the road trip. Mom opened it up somewhere in Arizona and took some long gulps from it. She offered some to my dad who declined because he was still drinking his motel coffee. She poured some in a cup and handed it back to Romy and me and Romy had some long drinks. Mom took another long pull. And then all of a sudden, in a voice that we'll always remember, <laughs> Mom said, Jesus, Jerry, pull over. <laughs> and my dad, who hated unnecessary stops and unnecessary drama in general, immediately pulled over. And before we even came to a stop, Mom opened her door and hurled the Langer's jug out of the car. And we quickly learned that one of those desert mice that had been living in our car had climbed into the opened Langer's jug the night before and drowned. My mom described the scene that followed as an unprecedented uproar <laughs> where I bolted out of the car and inexplicably started running and crying. And Romy got out of the car and informed the family that she would not get back in the car until and unless they took her to a hospital to get her stomach pumped. 
somehow, I don't know how, I also don't know what happened to the Langer's jug. Romy and I were coaxed back into the car and we continued our drive north. I don't know that there are any lessons to be learned from this story. <laughs> Maybe that you should throw the limes out before you get to the border, or if you're gonna make limeade in a cloudy Langer's old apple juice jug that you shouldn't lose the cap, or that you shouldn't camp for so long that mice start living in your car. But we kept up our trips to Mexico for years and years after that. I even kept going with my parents when I was in college. And they were wonderful trips. Last October, my dad died. And I know that I speak for my whole family when I say that we'd give anything for one last road trip with Jerry McGann. Thank you. Thanks, Hilly. Hilly McGann was born and raised in Arley, Montana. She has worked as a domestic violence attorney on the Flathead Reservation since 2012. She received her bachelor's degree from the University of Montana in 2007 and her Juris Doctor from the University of Cincinnati School of Law in 2012, where she was a fellow with the Urban Morgan Institute for Human Rights and the Ohio Innocence Project. Before law school, Hilly worked as a human rights accompanier in Guatemala, where she lived and traveled with witnesses testifying in genocide cases. Hilly enjoys fishing and hiking with her husband, Jacob, and their two sons, Theo and Julian. She also enjoys being on time and eating good food with her enormous extended family. Tell Us Something is proud to be fiscally sponsored by Missoula Community Foundation, a 501c3 organization. Missoula Community Foundation has been providing leadership to Missoula nonprofits and inspiring long-term philanthropy in Missoula since 2007. For the good of Missoula, forever. MissoulaCommunityFoundation.org Thanks to all of our sponsors. Top Hat Lounge, bringing great music to Missoula for over 60 years. The Top Hat also offers a unique dining experience centered on local house-made ingredients. Dining made different. TopHatLounge.com The Wilma a locally owned and independently operated venue, the Wilma has anchored the Missoula cultural and entertainment scene for almost 100 years. Constructed in 1921 as a vaudeville house, the Wilma was utilized as a movie house for the majority of its history. In the 1980s, the Wilma began to once again host live entertainment. Now the Wilma is a state-of-the-art live music facility within a spectacular historic building and has become a destination for nationally touring musicians. The Wilma CabinetParts.com, the number one source for cabinet hardware since 1997. Anyone searching for the best kitchen cabinet hardware at a great price needs to go to CabinetParts.com. CabinetParts.com, in business since 1997, combines knowledgeable hardware specialists with the best online shopping experience nationwide. With fast and easy ordering, free hinge matching service, and same-day shipping, CabinetParts.com is the direct source for all of your cabinet hardware needs. The Bookstore at the University of Montana, a local bookstore serving the students, faculty, and staff of the University of Montana, as well as the Missoula community. MontanaBookstore.com Fact and Fiction, where books, authors, ideas, and readers interact. FactAndFictionBooks.com 
The Good Food Store. Supporting Western Montana farmers and ranchers for almost 50 years, the Good Food Store supports the local folks creating their own beer, salsa, baked goods, ice cream, and more. The Good Food Store is a passionate supporter of Missoula nonprofits, supporting multiple organizations, events, and fundraisers every year. Learn more at goodfoodstore.com. Missoula Broadcasting Company. Missoula Broadcasting Company is locally owned and operates four radio stations. The Trail 103.3, Missoula's Quality Rock, and part of our unique Western Montana community. Featuring local DJs who love Missoula and know their music. Jack FM 105.9, playing what they want. You 104.5 FM, your at-work listening station. And ESPN 102.9, focusing on city, state, and regional sports, giving exposure and insight to teams and athletes in and around Western Montana. Martin McCain, Woodworks and Design. If you're looking for custom modern or mid-century cabinetry and furniture to fit your home, check out Martin's work on Instagram. He's at Martin underscore McCain underscore the woodworks over there and Martin McCain 79 on Pinterest. You can always friend up with him on Facebook because if he's doing work for you, it's pretty likely you'll become friends. Facebook.com slash Martin McCain Woodworks. Enlightened Lab Float Center. Enlightened Lab Float Center is a spa featuring sensory deprivation or floating as a wellness therapy. Unplug, reset, and recharge in their state-of-the-art float tanks. Learn more at EnlightenLab.com. That's E-N-L-Y-T-E-N-L-A-B.com. Gecko Designs. Gecko Designs is a great little design shop specializing in responsive results-driven web design and are a proud supporter of the arts, hosting First Fridays every month and making sure that the artists receive the full sale amount when they successfully sell a piece of art. GeckoDesigns.com. Thanks to Cash for Junkers who provided the music for the podcast. Find them at cashforjunkersmusic.com. If you're interested in sponsoring Telesummit, email me at mark at telesummit.org. That's M-A-R-C at telesummit.org. Podcast production by me, Mark Moss. Thank you to everyone who attends the events, those of you who download the podcasts, and most especially to the storytellers. Kim Maynard, Alex Sackerson, Steve Gonzalez, Alex Miller, Jason Weiner, Pat Abbey, Kathy Witkowski, Hilly McCann, and Svein Newman. For the most up-to-date information about Tell Us Something and upcoming events, like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter and Instagram, and subscribe to the podcast. Tell Us Something now also has a YouTube channel. Subscribe to the YouTube channel at youtube.com slash tellussomething.